Hello, welcome to The Parent Panel, a weekly podcast that gives one mum and one dad the stage to talk uninterrupted. We cover everything from the latest viral video to the challenges we face every day as parents. Our mum today is a popular lifestyle blogger and our dad is a TV presenter who recently welcomed his third child into the world. Well, sometimes you catch yourself just being bossed around. You're going, wait, wait a second. <laughs> yes. I'm the, I'm the I'm boss. adult. <laughs> Neve one day took her nappy off and just rubbed it on the wall. Oh, wow. I think you're still in the trenches with your kids. I like the expression trenches. I sometimes call at the vortex. <laughs> the parent panel with Siobhan Hunt. Maggie McTaggart is our mum. She's a lifestyle blogger who shares relatable posts about the trials and tribulations of parenthood. She has a two-year-old daughter. Hello, Maggie. How Hello. are you? And our dad is Matt Baisley, presenter on Sydney Weekender and dad to three, a four-year-old daughter, a two-year-old son, and I'm going to say a new baby girl, although it's four months. Yep. Hi, Matt. Hi, Chef. How are you going? Good. How are you? I'm wrapped to be here. Like, I get excited about having a shower in peace at the moment, so to be out of the house, child-free, is just a, a blessing. It's a party. It is, yeah. It's a, a mini holiday. Absolutely. Excellent. We'll, we'll make sure you work really hard <laughs> in this period. Great. All right. Our topics today are, are there times when children should be seen and not heard? Is it ever okay to steal someone else's baby name and peeing on trees, yay or nay? Our first story, though, how has parenting affected your career? Is this the twilight of my career? My career is safe. Money is going to roll right in. It's really the best thing for my career right now. Just might be the best part of being a parent. Laura Klein, a Brisbane mum, made a fortune selling battery-operated snot suckers for babies. <laughs> Love a good snot sucker. Taking all the joy out of doing it to finger <laughs> though, really, isn't it? You can get more with yeah, a sucker. True. Uh, her so-called side hustle was so successful that she quit her career as a teacher and is now a million-dollar business owner, proving that having a baby can actually be really good for your career. Unfortunately, there are two sides to that coin. Many women in particular find that having babies can set them back in their career goals. Maggie, what are the best and worst thing that becoming a parent has done for your career? Yeah, so my day job, actually, we sell soft toys and baby things. So actually having had a child, I actually found what kids like and what was actually useful for parents. So that's really helped in a positive way. But um, I'm actually in the middle of trying to take over the business. And having had that time off for maternity leave, it meant that it set everything back just a little bit. But um, no, definitely more positives than negatives. I love that. Were you working in kids' toys before you had kids? Yeah, so it's a family business. <laughs> I've had, I've grown up with soft toys. So yeah, it was something I love, that's... What a great family business. So good. Yeah. <laughs> I would love that. Yeah. My parents would hate it though, because it would just mean me going and taking all the toys off oh, the yeah. shelf. We've got so many toys at home now, so... <laughs> <laughs> I always thought mum and dad having a mixed business would be a great one, so you could <laughs> take the mustics, but soft toys, I think trumps <laughs> that for sure. Yeah, it's a good one. What about for you, Matt? Um, for me, it made me reevaluate. Um, my career um, because of the impact it probably would have had on my wife's career if she'd stopped working um, to be a stay-at-home mum. So I um, I became a stay-at-home dad. I, I changed careers. I um, uh, My contract was up at the radio station that I was working at and um, there's a few few offers being thrown around and nothing I loved. And so Michelle and I had the conversation where we were like, well, what are we going to do? Why do you have to stop working 
um, to look after the baby just because that's kind of what happens. So that's, that's, so I just, um, yeah, I became a stay at home dad and then obviously started to do some other things after the, the bubs are born, but, um, yeah, primarily look after the, the mini humans while Michelle works. And, um, could we add to that, that your side hustle is making funny YouTube videos yeah, I with come, your children? I come from a radio content background, so I, I just kept making content and they were the butt <laughs> of the joke a lot of the time. So yeah, no, uh, I still I still pump out a little bit, but it's just through Instagram and just stops me from going insane, really. Well, I do have to point people towards, in fact, I might just pop it on the website. Um, it's on your wife's account because I was stalking you trying to find pictures of the baby, yeah. um, as you do, <clears throat> very normal. And there's a video <laughs> of you singing a song, um, some kind of ballad, romantic ballad, and you kept ruffling up the kids' uh, hairs. Yes. Um, Total Eclipse of the Heart. Total Eclipse of the Heart. Yeah, a bit of Taylor Dane. Mm, yeah, I, mm. and they were eating. The kids, oh my God, they put up with so much from you, Matt. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. They're mine. That You have to do and say what I say for as long as you're under my roof. No, that's going to happen. We're, okay, we'll share that one. I'm sure. Yeah, for me. <laughs> and for everyone else, I'll share that one. Okay, next. Noisy children can be the pits, and that's... And that's when we live with them every day. Should we be apologising when the noisiness is in public? Why have you been so loud? So loud. I'm a mom. Give me a break. It sounded like a human. It sounds like Latin. It's not a freaking tractor. On a flight to New Zealand, a mama of a nine-month-old baby gave the passenger in front of her a bag of chocolates and a note apologising for any future noise their baby might make on the trip. When the passenger posted it to Twitter, he got a lot of uh, mixed reactions. Some were saying the parents were awesome, it was a really thoughtful gesture, and others were saying, look, it's pretty sad that they felt they had to apologise for their baby. Matt, Mm -hmm. you with a current four-month-old child and small children who make lots of noises, Mm -hmm. Um, do you think parents should make these kinds of gestures when travelling with babies or should the general population just be more accepting of small children? Go for it. Like, if you can be that (laughs) organised to to whip up a little goodie bag for someone on the plane, then go for it. I think it's a great idea. I'm not that person. I'm the guy that's left the phone charger, the wipes at home. I don't have anything. We're rushing around paying top dollar at the airport to get things that we need. Um, but yeah, like, that kind of thing is great like, because babies on aeroplanes are a nightmare. They're a nightmare <laughs> for you and they're a nightmare for everyone around you. So if you can soften the blow a little bit, then um, I think it's a great thing. That's lovely. Maggie, what do you reckon? Yeah, I think it's a really great gesture. Like Matt said, if you can be organised to do it, that's amazing. Um, definitely pre-baby, you you don't <laughs> you find kids just a little bit more annoying, and when you've got your own, you you definitely feel a lot more sympathetic and you get it a lot more. So yeah, I, I totally doesn't mean understand. you enjoy it though, does it? No. Have you ever no. been in that situation where you're hearing it and you're like? You can feel the irritation and you think, come on, be more sympathetic. But really, that sound is that sound to annoy you for a reason, (laughs) right? Especially when you're on the plane child-free and you're like, I've (laughs) left that noise behind. I'm here. No one can call me. I'm on flight mode. Oh, there it is. There's the crying. Yep. Can I just say a a horrific story that I think I need to tell just because I still haven't recovered. (laughs) Um, I went away for a work trip where they put me up in this beautiful hotel and um, the people that organised the trip were saying, oh, you should go out and have dinner. I'm like, I'm here without kids. I ain't leaving the room. Yeah. I'm getting room service. I'm using that spa bath. And then in the middle of the night, 
crying baby. Oh. Oh. It was a crying, but it was just not any average crying baby. I reckon they were doing controlled crying <laughs> in the hotel. Every 10 minutes you'd hear shush padding. <laughs> <laughs> And I just lay there going, this isn't happening to me. It's not like, fair. Like, seriously? I mean, there was part of me that was like, thank God that's not me. Yeah. But then the other part went, I'm also in a really nice hotel without my children. What's going Anyway, so it's just my sad story. Well, no no fancy hotels for my kids. We'll be in caravan parks <laughs> and we'll be doing regional holidays. <laughs> Everything will be in a car. Uh, there will be no planes. Uh, that'll be, that'll be the so general So you don't rule. even have to worry about packaging up something. All sorted. No. no. That's what I, I see all the travel hacks on Instagram, on social media with parents with kids. It's like, who is traveling with kids that much they need a hack? I need help getting them from the house to the car. If someone's got a hack that can get them there, that's what I need. Have you, You've traveled with um, your yeah. little one, haven't you? And have you ever been in that situation where you went, damn, I wish I'd packed a thing of chocolates and... I was actually pretty organized because I panicked so much. It was eight hours on a flight and she didn't have her own seat. So I was just worried. I didn't know. How old was she at this point? She was just about to turn two. Wow. So we, I was just like, okay, got to pack snacks, got to pack toys, pack the iPad, just anything (laughs) and everything. Um, So yeah, I had all the carry-on was just all her stuff. So we were, I was really fortunate I had brought pretty much everything that I could think of <laughs> um, to keep her sated for that eight hours. And it worked? It worked, yeah. So Did, did the, air, the air hostesses, sometimes they get really clucky when you bring a yes. kid? Because your baby's really cute. Yeah. So were they kind of like, and you're like, yeah, go take her. Take yeah, her so they were really, really nice. They made it a lot more pleasant because they were just you know, smiling at her, giving her things. So I was just like, yeah, 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 just, you do that, you do that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it made it a lot easier that way. Did she okay. sleep? Yeah, she did. Duh. I was really surprised. I was like, okay, it's going to be eight hours. She's going to be awake. We're just going to pump her full of sugar and just make sure she lasts the whole <laughs> ride. Um, but no, she clocked out and we had four or five hours out of that eight hours to just watch movies. I should be happy please. for you, but that, that yeah, No, he really, he hates you. He should be happy for you, yeah. but he hates you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, let's just really be good. honest. This is yeah. an honest show, Matt. <laughs> okay. Well, baby names can be difficult to settle on. And when you finally do, you want to hold on to them. But what happens if a friend decides they like your name too? Baby Name Wars, up next on The Parent Panel. Napoleon Dynamite. My name is Me- Princess Consuela Banana Hammock. Maybe that's my name. But that's my name. Where do they get these crazy names? Choosing a name for your baby can be a daunting prospect. After all, chances are they will have the name you gave them for the rest of their lives. If you're doing this parenting thing with another adult, you both need to agree on a name. Sometimes it's a family name with deep tradition attached to it. Whatever the case, most of us feel pretty strongly about the name we choose for our child. So what happens when you tell someone that name and then they use that name for their child that is then born before yours? Maggie, is that a defining friendship moment? As in, you will no longer be friends anymore. (laughs) Do you stick to your name? Do you choose a different one? Well, how would you handle that situation? I think if you're willing to share the name, you really do run the risk of someone poaching it. I personally wouldn't do that. I just feel like if your two parents have come together and picked a name, which is a hard enough task, they get the chance to keep the name. Um, It's a little bit different if it's a family name. I know if I ever do have a boy, we will have to be borrowing my best friend's son's name because it is my partner's late father's name. 
But um, other than that, I don't think I would lose a friend over it. I would probably be a little bit disappointed. But if I put it out there, it was all the taking. It's your fault. Yeah. Don't say <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. That's the message. What do you think, Matt? Oh, I think I think it could be a friendship breakup. I've, I've seen I've seen it happen, but um, personally, I don't think that person's that good of mate. If they're gonna if they're gonna yeah. run away with your name, if you've chosen mm. to tell them, um, then they take it. Then see you later. It's I don't kind need of more you around. The act, isn't it? Absolutely. It's not the fact that they'll both end up with the same name because no. we all grew up in an era when there were ten Melissas in the class. Absolutely. Right? Well, there was Matt B, Matt C, Matt F, <laughs> and Matt H in my class. And it's like, oh, I've called my kid Matthew. Oh, wow, same. That's awesome. But High now, five. yeah, it's like I've called my kid Unicorn. Hang on, that's what I was going to call him. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I think no. Nah, if you if it's total coincidence, then bad luck. Back to the drawing board if you don't want to share names. But um, just don't tell anyone. No, mm. Don't tell anyone. It risks that reaction too of, oh, yeah, is that what you're going to call them that? Okay, interesting. I know someone who had a boy and called it Hugo, and then their best friend bought a dog oh. and called their dog Hugo. Oh, so that's outrageous. <laughs> is it? Yeah. I, I think it's a bit odd, but I don't know if that's outrageous. Oh, I don't know. That's not cool. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's worse. <laughs> is it? Yeah. My best, my best mate. This still grates me a little bit. Like I'm over it now. But it's this is not even the same name. But my eldest is Billy, B I W L I E, and he named his daughter, who was born two years later, Tilly, T I W L I E. Of all the names, of all the <laughs> names, it sounds the same. It, I was like, really? I was like, but I'm, I'm I'm totally cool with it. Do you know what I reckon? Maybe it was just a matter of he he's just always wanted to be you, Matt. And so then he had a child, and he went, oh, but that name's so great, and I can't take. Billy, how can I be yeah. as close to Matt as possible? You, I like you, Chef. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm going to call it Tilly. I love Tilly too. Is it short for Matilda? It's not short. They said they liked it because of Matilda, but it's not Matilda on the birth certificate. It's Tilly. Ah, yeah, yeah. We could talk forever about names uh-huh. and strange names. Yeah. Mm. When someone have have you can can we just talk about this for a minute? Yeah, please. Have you had any friends name their child something and you just went? Oh my, what? Why did you do that? Yeah. You have? Yeah. Are you able to tell us or is it? Uh, yeah, my cousin recently had a daughter. Not too much of a fan of the name. What is it? It's Constance. <gasps> you don't like Constance? I don't like it. I know someone, and I'm not saying I don't like the name, but it's a big name to live up to, named her daughter Boudicca. Is that how you say it? Boudicca, uh, the queen, the warrior queen from ancient Britain? Oh, no. Nah. Bodachia, mm. Boudica, I can't say it properly. Cinnamon's looking it. at me going, yeah, Cinnamon's going to Google it. Stop it, stop it now. I mean, it's a very powerful name. Mm. And someone else called their son Dante. Oh, I'm wow. like, dude, that is asking for trouble. Yeah. Mm. It just it reminds me of Pierce Brosnan. That's, that's, <laughs> all, that, that's all that reminds me of. Like, quick, run! It's a volcano. <laughs> but I feel like we're those people with the really? names. I feel like we. We are those people with the name situation. Even the, the mother-in-law. Names. Yeah, the, the, or different names. With our, with okay. our newborn, Stevie, girl Stevie, um, even the mother-in-law. I've started telling the story now. Um, <laughs> I think it was at least a week she'd been born. So she's been around forever. Stevie, Stevie, Stevie. She came over and she was like, yes, I do like Octavia. <laughs> like, for, for, for what? Exactly. <laughs> oh, um... Just as a, as a girl's name. Right. We're just going to let that one go through to the keeper and pretend we didn't have that conversation. And would you like a cup of tea? <laughs> yes. And <clears throat> off you go. Yes. And it's Stevie. <laughs> Stevie. Learn to love it. Yeah. 
Um, okay, our final topic in just a moment. Treewees, yay or nay? What is your damage, little boy? Where's your son? Can't you even tell a good tree from a poor tree? A dad recently asked on Reddit when it's appropriate to allow his son to pee on a tree. Opinions were divided. Some said it was never appropriate. Others said that sometimes when a little boy needs to go, he needs to go. There were still more who said it was double standard as no one let little girls wee on trees. Matt? Hi. You've, you've got the right appendage for this topic. Yep, yep. When is it okay for little boys to do tree wees? Should girls be allowed to do it too? And at what age should they stop doing tree wees if, in fact, you think it's okay? I'm, oh, I'm a bit funny with this one. I'm not that big a fan of a tree wee. I'm um, always surprised by the people who aren't fans yeah. of tree wees. Like, I, 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 I get it. I totally understand. Mm. Um, the tra- I remember being a kid and being in the car and weeing on the wheel of the car. If mm-hmm. we're on a car trip, pull, I need to wee. Dad's like, well, we've gone past the service station. You have to hold it or you can do it on the wheel. So get out and do it on the wheel. That was my only really urinating in public. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I kind of think the more you let boys do it, they end up being footy players that do it outside of nightclubs uh, mm. at three o'clock in the morning. Mm. But um, I get busting quick. There's no toilet around. Fine, quick, go behind the tree and do it. I, I was in the park a couple of weeks ago and a boy was just playing. There's a toilet block. He just dropped his pants and started weighing near the slip, slippery. Mm. Oh, I'm no, like, that's right. Yeah, and he, well, he's not old. He would have been under four. But I kind of look at that and go, that's not right either. But no, also, because you come off the slippery deck <laughs> into a puddle into, of wee. But then we've said Bluey is a big show in our house. And Bluey and um, Bingo do bush wees uh, in the show. So my daughter, Billy, has now gone, oh, I want to do bush wees too and start <laughs> weeing in the bushes. Louie, inadvertent, bad tangent yeah. off the bluey show. So I get, I'd, girls can wee on a tree if they need to and so can boys, but I reckon just if there's a toilet block within a yeah. hundred metres, you can get them there. Mm, what are your thoughts, Maggie? Same. If it's within walking distance, it's a no-go, but honestly with kids, if they need to go and there's nowhere else, And do you know, it. when people were saying this, I'm like, well, actually... <laughs> Again, admitting things in public, I probably shouldn't. <laughs> Both my children have done treewees. And in fact, my daughter, who is the eldest, um, was at a family daycare that had boys. And they'd go to the park. And it was a park not near a public toilets. And I know that the the carer would say to the boys, okay, you can do a treewee. So she saw the boys doing it. It was like, why yeah. can't I do it? Exactly and right. so that was, it was never a boy or girl thing. Although I have to say it's much easier yeah. for boys to do treewees <laughs> than yeah. girls. Um, and I think it's an interesting question because personally I don't have a problem with it. Um, but my, when I started thinking about it, I was like, but one of my pet hates is going into a stairwell and just mm. smelling urine. And you're just like, why does anyone think it's okay to wee here? Yeah, like, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so then I thought, oh, mate, maybe I need to talk to my son about... Because <laughs> he now thinks he can just, just do it wherever. Anyway. Mm. You know, in the gutter, on a tree... Same as some of the guys I play golf with. It's like they, they, they will wee anywhere on a golf course. I'm like, we literally just went past the ninth where there's toilets. There's a toilet again on the 14th, but yet you'll just you'll just wee here. I so, yeah. I just feel like maybe you're the unicorn in this situation, Matt. Probably. Don't most men just feel like we were built this way, so therefore oh, we should? Don't get me wrong. I've I've weed on plenty of trees, <laughs> but I also think that there's a, if you if you need to, you can. If you don't, you don't. But, yeah. Mm. Yeah. 
Okay, well, I'm glad we glad we got that one sorted. <laughs> did we? The, did we no, know? I don't know that we did. No. What's the age cutoff then? If, if you know, it's when they should be able to hold if, it themselves, right? Yeah, if they right? can hold it themselves and get to the loo. So maybe around mm. seven. Is that too old? I think if you're going to school. Going to I school. I think if, if you if you're going to school. Oh my god! Imagine if you were if a boy did a tree wee at school. Mm. That'd be outright humiliation. Yeah, you'd hear about it forever. Okay, everybody. Five is the cutoff. <laughs> Just do not let them wee it's on a set. tree yeah. after that, unless it's a real emergency. I feel quite calm now. Excellent. Um, well, that was our last topic for oh, the wow. show. Went through, whizzed through that, didn't Absolutely. we? Absolutely. Um, but before I let you go, I do like to let people know where you are online. Obviously, Maggie, because you blog, where can where is the best place to find you online? Instagram. Definitely Instagram. Instagram. Yep. And what's your handle? Uh, at Maggie.McTaggart. Brilliant. And Matt? I will spam the hell out of you at Matt Baisley on Instagram. (laughs) I'm already (laughs) taking that video. That video is going up on the website. The total eclipse of the heart. Mm -hmm. Magnificent rendition. Um, Maggie, Matt, thank you so much for coming in today. Thanks, Thank you. That's all from us today. I'm Siobhan Hunt. You can find me at Siobhan Hunt. See you next time. You've been listening to The Parent Panel, a babyology podcast, hosted and written by Siobhan Hunt, produced and edited by Debbie Ning. For more information on the show or to check out other episodes with equally funny and insightful guests, you can find all you need at our website, babyology.com.au slash parentpanel.